We'll get into it in a minute. We're going to be talking about the strongest breeding pattern to date, with breeding coming in the next few days. I want to share with you theory that I've had nearly since the beginning, it's very early days, and it's really starting to show up with a, a real strength. Let me just share this over across the main forum. Uh, anyway, whatever. We're going to be breedings coming out this week, hopefully, or maybe early next week. We don't really know. We haven't been given official word, but there is a really, really strong pattern. That's what we're going to be. Oh, Michelle, you're still here too. Okay, cool. We got four viewers. Give me a shout out. The other two viewers, we got one like and four viewers. Come on, guys, let's get that ratio up. Jacuzzi, as you know, I'm terrible at reading names and whatnot, so sorry if I mispronounce anyone's name. Welcome, we got five, let's go. We will uh, just have a chit chat around. Um, normally I would, I would pre-record these styles of videos where I've actually got a specific topic to talk on, but I thought we would try it with questions as we go, which might be more interesting and take us down various rabbit holes. The Druid, mate, how are you? Good to have you here. Seven viewers, three likes. Joseph, East Coast Stables checking in. Cup of tea here, so. Fairly early in the morning. Well, not past 8 a.m. here in. Uh, Paradise, Australia. Get started in a moment. We will get started in a moment with what I believe is the strongest indication of good breeding to date. Very specific. Working really well. Doofy! The King of Zed Run is here. Welcome, Doofy. Good to have you, mate. Um, congrats on the recent wedding and whatnot. Hopefully it all went well, mate. John, here to learn how to breed mutant. Don't let me down. Is it 11, 10 past 11 your time, mate, is it? Where are you at, John? Somewhere in the USA? Coast? Mid? Mid? Middle? Coast? I don't know the time zones well enough. Good stuff. stuff. All right, well, we're going to get started in a moment. Oh, Liverpool, UK. Mother country, the motherland. We'll get started in a minute. I'll throw this question out to you. Early days. What, what um, similarities or what, is, um, what patterns do you think we might be able to see with horses like Pink Man, Atari, Queen, Alabaster Lily? There's one other that I want to talk about as well, which is really, really interesting. Because um, Doofy may already know what patterns are there. We're going to have Doofy on, and I'll have to get uh, Lucky Jack on here too. Maybe we'll have a, a conference uh, YouTube call via Skype. How about that? That'd be fun, hey? Question and answers. Oh, the Druid. You got, a, you got an offspring of Insane Him. He's throwing a couple of good ones. He's got... Two that I know of that are really good in Insane Mirage and then down the line further, which came from Insane Mirage, we have Stargirl. And in fact, I'll add Stargirl to that list. She is another great example of what I'm talking about today. Another one. 100% lucky, Jack. Let's do it. All right, guys, we have a huge 12. That's enough to get going because 
This will be a good video to re-watch again later because it is a specific Zedron topic on uh, breeding. And what we're talking about today is stacked knacks. All right, remember that, stacked knacks. That is the similarity or the pattern that is within Pink Man, Atari, Stargirl, Alabaster Lily, Queen, and probably a few other really strong races. And if you, if you haven't been around Zed Run for a great deal of time, you may not know these names as tried and true races within the ecosystem, but they're some of the best races in the ecosystem, and they're absolutely some of the best bred horse races in the ecosystem, which is mostly dominated by Genesis currently, because I guess that's probably what's racing. But those races, Pink Man, if you haven't come across Pink Man, well, you're doing pretty well. But Pink Man, Tari, who else have we got? Queen, Alabaster Lily, Stargirl are all stacked. Nah, stacked knack. Nah. Get your eye on that. Let's have a look what I'm talking about. G'day, Sin, how you doing? Good to have you here as well. Let's look up some of these races. Start with the best. And look, I've touched on this before. Um, the importance of stack knacks, and it's been one of my theories. Been one of my theories of holding horses at the exclusive level and stacking bloodlines on top of each other, stacking, stacking, stacking. And early days, it wasn't really tested, but now, as more of these horses are being proven, there is a distinct pattern there, or a distinct advantage, seemingly coming through in stacking Nakamoto's together, right? Let's have a look at what I'm talking about. Let's look up Pink Man. Have his prize money here, but he's absolutely outrageous. 765 races, 179 wins at 23.4%. There is no doubt this is one of the best red horses. Click in here. And you'll see this pattern. All I want to do is just run through quickly the pattern that you will see when stacking knack. Okay, now it's not something that happens all the time. Okay, but given that these high quality races are among probably the, let's say if we take the top 10 bred horse races, the most successful bred horse races, let's take the top 10 of those. I would suggest that somewhere between 70, 80, maybe even 90% of those are stacked Nakamoto's. So whether it be the best breeding um, practice or whether it just seems to be the most obvious breeding practice or, what, or the breeding practice that currently works the best, stacking these Nakamoto's seems to work. So if you look at Pink Man, you've got Scrooge McDuck on one side, which I just sold this week actually. So Good luck to the new owner. That, that seems to be a horse that has some incredible bloodline and has produced. Let's click on him and have a look at his bloodlines here. First of all, Scrooge, you will notice, is an exclusive Nakamoto Z3. And he was bred from the very famous Billions and Lovely Witch. Now, I know Lovely Witch because she's in my stable and she, was also, she is also a Nakamoto. We just quickly click on that too. The lovely witch said to legendary Nakamoto from Wall Street, one of my stallions, and Chase Jackson. 
So on the Scrooge side, we've got nothing but Nakamoto blood, which makes sense because you can only produce Nakamotos from pure Nakamotos. So on the Scrooge side, you've got three Z1s stacked together. Billions, Wall Street, Chase Jackson. Penny, absolutely, we've only got a limited sample, but this pattern is so, um, uh, so strong in the limited sample that I think it's worth exploring even further. Yeah, absolutely. Most offspring are Nakamoto's given we're in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it doesn't take away from the pattern at all. Um, I would be more interested, Kenny, if, if you could show me three or four um, non-Nakamoto performers that are doing really, really well or is doing well. These guys are. Okay. And then we could explore, then we could absolutely explore on a more um, scientific type level to see what makes those up and see if there's a particular pattern in there as well. But at the moment, this is a really strong pattern. Uh, it doesn't mean that, it's, that there isn't other patterns. Absolutely, there will be. And potentially, you might get even stronger horses by breeding, finally breeding a Nakamoto breed line with a, a really carefully bred Zabo breed line or Buterin breed line or something like that and bringing them across together. That's one of Zed Gazette's, well, not exactly one of Zed Gazette's uh, theories, but um, he has a theory and he is very knowledgeable, definitely worth listening to, whereby you bring down two breed lines and you cross them over at the crossbreed, potentially. Ooh, I haven't seen, haven't seen any uh, proof of that to back that up yet, but this one has proof to back it up, this particular pattern definitely. Um, so, Scroogey, three Nakamoto's there, bloodline. We go to the other side, Tenor. No, I haven't, Lucky Jack. I haven't come across any other Staxes yet that are, I mean, I'm only really keeping my eye out for horses that are really, really successful. And it just so happens when I look at the successful horses that they all have the same stacked breeding line. So I'm sure you can stack Zabos as well, and I'm sure you can stack Finneys and Buterans in the same way. What may well be an advantage to stacking Nakamoto's though, if the Z number is important in efficient breeding, right? And what I mean by that is maybe it's easier to breed a Z1 with a Z1 than it is to get down to even a stacked Nak at Z10 to Z1 might be less efficient. In which case, if that Z number is important to the efficiency of breeding, you'll find that when you start stacking buterins, eight on top of eight on top of eight on top of eight on top of eight, and you get to, you know, a Z, whatever it happens to be, 64 or something like that, um, then you might start running into efficiency problems that you don't encounter so early in the Nakamoto breed line because of the fact that you can keep stacking one on top of one, on top of one, on top of one, on top of one, maybe. So if we look here at uh, Kryptonaut, see she's a pretty good horse in her own right, but then as we come across to her bloodlines, what's she got there? Mercury rising, is that a Z2 Genesis? Yes it is. Then on the other side, Glorious Hero, Z2 Genesis. Okay. 
So within, if we come back here now to Pink Man, back here now to Pink Man, got five different Nakamoto's stacked into his genetics. Got three Z1s and two Z2s. Okay, and that's the pattern that we're kind of seeing. That's the pattern that we're kind of seeing. If we go to, let's go to another one. Let's go to uh, BB's Queen. I haven't had a good look at Queen before, and I haven't had a great look at Atari before on so I have looked at Pink. Got Queen here. Last time I did this video, I wasn't aware of Queen, but BB made me very aware of Queen. And, um, and I probably should have been. It's one of the better horses in the game. Very good paid racer. Have we got any solid proof that Z50 don't compete with? No, I'm not sure. I'm Look, I, honestly, I'm 100, well, I'm not 100%. I'm really strong on the fact that Z50s or even Z100s can absolutely compete at, and be the, champ, the next champions of the future in two or three years. What my current hunch is that, though, on that is that once you get into the higher Z numbers, the breeding efficiency might drop off. Okay, so when you're dealing with maybe Z8s and 9s in stacked Nakamoto's, you might still have a fairly high chance of producing the next champion down the line or pushing that breed or, or you know, uh, extending that breed line down the line and getting something really, really good. Like, for example, we got with Insane Mirage into Stargirl. So Insane Mirage is a real talent. And then Stargirl, which was the only breed that we've tried with Starman, was a real talent as well. So what I'm thinking is once you get into the higher numbers, the 50s or 100s, you might be dealing with you know, 1 in 10 or 1 in 20 shots to really get a champion. So in which case, that would again enhance the importance of breeding with Z1s because you can stack, 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 stack without increasing those numbers dramatically. Whereas Buterans... You do three stacks and you're out to 24 or 30 already. Um, so that could be the case. Okay, so Queen, don't make a liar of me. Oh, no, she is a Nakamoto. There you go. Nakamoto exclusive. We can see on one side of Queen she's got multiple ambush. All right. Then on the other side she's got two Z1s. Tell that down the level. Um, so she's got Excalibur and Proud Delight. Proud Delight looks like an absolute weapon. Absolute weapon. And Excalibur is a really consistent horse. So getting some mixed blood there with Excalibur being a really consistent horse and then Proud Delight being a true champion, a true winner. Then on the other side here, multiple ambushes somewhere in the middle. 0.25%. Not looking like a standout. But again, stack knacks, this time three Z1s coming together to produce something good. Now, there are stack knacks that are no good out there, absolutely. But there's also some real success coming. Race through a few more. Well, Atar, or is it Atari? Doofy. Things rather special. Love the green colour. Doofy will probably sell this one to you if you're lucky. 
one has been pushed a little bit further. Uh, no, Pink Man's an elite as well. Pink Man's an elite. Queen was an exclusive. And Atar, or Atari, if you like, is an elite as well. So these guys, Pink Man and Atari, call him Atari, Pink Man and Atari have gone beyond the exclusive level. So how efficient you can still stack them, I'm not too sure. And we'll, I'll, I'll talk about that. Hold on till the end of the video. And I'll talk about how you stack exclusives and Genesis together to keep stacking up the DNA, whether that's beneficial. Atari got Jay. Look, the two parents, to be honest, are not are not outstanding. Breathless ID and James Tedesco, Teddy, not outstanding, but has produced an outstanding offspring. And if we go back and have a look can see we have some serious stacking going on here. Got Sabre, talented Z1. Yeah, Doofy's saying that Hari hasn't had too much success yet, but he's going to try and stack another Z1 in there. I think you'll have some success with that. And then you've got S and M. So on this side, you've already got one Z1, and then you've got Breathless Edge, one of the best in the game, but not producing direct offspring or, or talented direct offspring at this point. Me and my brother are going to try and crack that, but uh, not too much success to share. And then boiling religion. Okay, so this side of the bloodline has three Z1 on Atari. The other side, I think, has three as well. Breathless Edge. Oh, no, no, no. Not interesting. Doofy. Interesting what you've done here. I did know that, but I, I, I had forgotten. So Breathless Edge is on both sides of the family tree, coming down to mix together at Atari level. Okay, and Evolution ID is also a very well-known horse. Do you still own Evolution Doofy or is it sold? Sold it. Would have got a pretty penny for that one too, I'm sure. Beautiful horse. Evolution ID, Z2 Genesis. Breathless Edge, Z1 Nakamoto, he gives me a wink. Yeah, he's done pretty well out of that, I'm sure. Um, Doofy has a nice balance. I am a bit, I, I just can't sell my good horses. And I was speaking to my brother just yesterday saying, we've got to be a bit more balanced like Doofy and make sure we sell because I'm just getting this stable full of better and better horses, but um, it's not, not paying the bills, to be honest. You've got to pay the bills. You've got to pay the horse. Okay, so we got... Breathless Edge on both sides. We've got, we will call it four stacked Z1s, even though you've got Breathless Edge in there twice. Um, you've got Sabre, Breathless Edge, one, two, and then Boiling Religion, and then also a Z2 Evolution ID. And it's produced a horse here in Atari, 304 races, 50 solid as you like, and a big, a big paycheck on the prize money as well. These are paid races. Not talking free races that are just skimming the stats. We are talking genuine paid races. Right, who else have we got? Let's take a look at Stargirl, one of mine. Brothers in stable. Not as much of a standout, but still fits the bill. 72 races, 22%. We put her on ice for, for a moment because I think she's progressed up to class one or at least class two and was getting less and less competitive. So we put her on ice, but now with the more, with the, with the races 
having more and more races and the guns being more and more diluted or the races getting slightly weaker by that dilution, Stargirl can probably come back out and play at a high level again. If we click on her, you will see the same thing. She is an exclusive Nakamoto, and this exclusive level is really important with the fillies, and I'll show you why in a moment. We can stack her again, and that's exactly what I'll be doing in the next upcoming breed. I've got Stargirl, Alabaster Lily, and a couple of other really good stackable horses. I can keep pushing in bloodlines like Insane Him, Grandeur, and uh, Breathless Edge, for example. Those three would make, well, could make it. Stackable breed. If we look at this, the bloodline, we've got Starman on one side, so a Z1, one. And Insane Mirage is actually built from, or come from, two Z2s, two very talented Z2s, two of the best in the game. Mirage, 13.74%. You might think, oh, it's not, it's not elite, but Mirage races in all the paid races. So 13, nearly 14% paid races. Then, you, of course, you've got Insane Him, who's proven himself over many, many races. Race have you got? 400 now? 326. He's also just recently been put on ice because of the fact that the paid races are getting so strong that it was really knocking into his profitability. Um, so I've put him on ice, and I think he'll come back out uh, relatively soon. You really have to watch and pick the races where the odds are, where the race is going to be in your favour. Now, if you're putting a horse in at 15 or 14 or 13 to 1, just crossing your fingers, you're really having a punt. Whereas if you're putting in a horse that's really, really strong, a really, really strong 8 to 1, like Breathless Edge, or, you know, a really, really strong 9, like him when he's got a race in his favour, really going to be profitable. But you need to know where that line is. And I guess we have an advantage, some of the early movers, of having a lot of horses so you can afford to rest some. A real advantage in profitability and also being able to maintain those without doing severe damage. Now, the thing about the interesting thing about um, insane him, look at him, he's a really good breeder. You've got 22.9%. They're both twinsies, doubles up. We need to fix that. And little big fish is at 23%. Duds in there. Christian, bad, not great. More duds. I did some really dodgy breeding, to be honest. Mother of God's not too bad. Insane bark. You know, you can see some really good numbers in here. So, insane is going to be something that we really want to use to stack up. And if bred correctly, I think we're going to get some really good out of this. Same with all those other horses that make up those other stacked knacks. I think there's going to be some really good ones in here. Stargirl, another stacked knack doing very well. Have a look at one more, Alabaster Lily, just quickly because she fits the bill perfectly. Forty-eight races, 15.32. She has come into her own in the last two weeks with all these races coming in. Been winning at a really, really high rate, probably closer to 20%, 18-20%. And she's taken that win percentage from about high 13s up to 15s and a halfs here, just through 
those fields getting more diluted. So if you had horses that you've put on ice, might be time to bring them out again because those class threes and class fours and even class twos actually are somewhat a little bit weaker than what Right, if we look at Alabaster, I think she stacked four Z1. Flushing Unrest looks to be a talent in itself. Four-legged Pride, two Z1s on that side. Yes, absolutely. Other side. In a big way, talented itself. And Lincoln United, two more Z1. So there you go. The theory is really, really strong. Absolutely really, really strong. So that, move along. Yeah, there's a couple of good Z10 breeds. Um, am I right in thinking that Brutus is a, a Z10 breed? Z12, the legendary. So there's another, there's an example of a horse. Hasn't been stacked as such yet. I wouldn't consider a legendary a stack. First generation of breeding, the first down the line. But you take Brutus and stack a few more Z1s onto him or, or even try stacking a few talented Z10s, what's going to happen? We don't know. I think the theory is not so much a Z1 theory, the stackable theory in general. I think you can pretty much stack anything. Just as I said earlier in the video, it just comes down to the importance of how important do those Z numbers play in the breeding efficiency or the stackability of horses? Is it easier to get a result from stacking Z1s because the Z number doesn't get too high too quick? Or is it just as easy to stack Z10s when, they, when you stack them, they go Z20, 30, 40, 50. So by the time you stack 10, you're at 100. Is that a problem? I don't think it's a problem as in Z100s can't compete. But I think it might be a problem in the breeding efficiency. By the time you get to Z90, crossing over to Z100, maybe you have to try 50 breeds before you get that next down the line. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, Z Gazette. Um, shout out to Z Gazette, actually. Look his site up. Google Z Gazette. He's got some incredible information over there. And he's always doing a lot of work with the community as is Lucky Jack and Doofy and probably many more of you as well. We're building an incredible community. And I would encourage you, just on a side note, just on a side note, take a look at the guys that have been here for a while and what they're doing for the community. Try and follow in those footsteps. That's how a really strong community is built, okay? Um, you know, we are competitive. The top stables are competitive, but we do also share, okay? So keep that in mind. Um, there's plenty of room for all of us. Um, hey guys, we've got 27 concurrent viewers online right at this moment and five likes. Come on, give me a bit of love. Did, did, you, not, did you not enjoy what we're talking about? We're going to talk a little bit more about it, but five likes. Come on, give me some love. Um, and if you're not already subscribed, I would much appreciate it in, um, in building up this channel uh, because it is helping. I get a lot of messages from people saying, dude, I discovered Zedrun because of your videos on YouTube. So if you can get more subscribers, more likes, more views, we'll get out to the greater community. and It will get more viral, more, more money for our bread horses uh, and Genesis. 
Look at this. We're on fire up to 12. Let's go. Let's go. 12 likes, 31 viewers. Let's do it. If we can get to like 20, that would be awesome. What are you, what are you waiting for? All right. Let's enough of that. Hogging my own horses. Okay. So there's one other horse that I want to touch on because, because it's interesting. A lot of the horses that I've been through now have got talent in their back, back pull of genes. Okay. Now, I haven't looked at this horse, the Faith of Seven, for a little while, but she didn't have much talent in the back pool. Let's bring on the hype. Doofy, mate, Doofy, what you're doing for this game is just phenomenal. Don't burn yourself out, champion. Um, I know it's exciting, but save some energy as well for the long haul. Uh, doing some incredible work across the helping, helping a lot, a lot of people get into this game and get horses. So that's amazing. You're watching this right now and you're wanting to get yourself a horse. Doofy's one of the best brokers out there and also Lucky Jack. So contact these guys via Discord. Say, hey guys, this is what I'm looking for. Can you help me out? Got some of the best eyes in the game on the search for you. So that'd be pretty epic. I might need to employ these. No, I don't need any more races actually. Getting addicted. I just need more and more and more and more. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? If you've got your first horse, never enough. Never enough. Look up the faith of Seven. Might know. Not maybe faith. Now we called her 270. Right? Look at this, 14%. She's another one that's really been benefiting from all the new races. If you've got a horse that's borderline paid racing. Put him in now because she's come good. I didn't think she was that good. She always, she fits this bill among those horses reasonably well. Now she's in a, a, a level seven exclusive, so she's got set. I know, and she might be one of the only ones. She's got seven Z one stacked on top of each other because this is how early this theory is for me. I saw Winchester. Those of you that have been around for a while will know Winchester was a dominant horse. Back, 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 back before the reset. And Winchester was a stack knack as well. And I thought, well, if it's good enough for uh, uh, PJ, is it PJH? Stables? I think it is. Uh, if it's good enough for him, then I'll give this a shot. I thought the game was so easy. I was like, if I just stack my knack, I just stack, stack, stack. And I did this one blind, as in I didn't race anything in between. I just went stack, knack, stack, knack, stack, knack, stack, knack. Spent about a thousand or, or two thousand dollars in the day. Doofy knows what this is about. Drunk breeding um, on a theory. And um, to be honest, before the reset, she wasn't that good. But after the reset, she's been rejigged and she's pretty good. So if we have a look at her, it's a great example of stacking that down the line. Got an eight going on eight hundred. Don't understand what you mean. Mint condition? Are you talking about? 800 races, Z8, 800 races. So if we have a look here, let's look back at Faith. I mean, she's going to be, when the new breeding opens, maybe the Z1s are going to be half an ETH to breed, which we don't know. And the Z10s might be relatively cheap, like down around 0 0.05. That. Day Mint. Lost, lost the train of thought there. What are you talking about, Lucky Jack? But... Faith of seven, seven stack knack, 
And uh, what I was saying, sorry, what I was saying was that Z1s might be half an ETH to breed. So she could be 3.5 Ethereum in just pure breeding cost to get seven NACs stacked on top of each other. You know what I mean? So she might be quite valuable, even though she's not quite an elite racer. She's a profitable paid racer. But if we can stack some really good blood, because at the moment she's a stack of fairly ordinary blood, I think. But if we can stack some really good blood, we might be able to get something. Who knows? If we stack in a breathless or saying him or grandeur, or you know, I, I maybe get a phantom pacer or something like that, which is a real talent as well. No, uh, Beob, we don't know. We don't know the new prices of breeding. Well, I haven't been aware of the new prices of breeding. Back before the reset or when breeding was viable or available, Z1s were 0 0.09 minimum, so roughly a tenth of, uh, of an Ethereum. Razball, how are you? Oh, the new price is out. Okay. There you go. I'm not aware of that, guys. I haven't seen it. So Z1s are 0.05? Surely not, are they? That's cheaper than they were before. Someone give me a shout out what the new Z1 price is. Okay, the minimums are 0.075. What's the Z? Is that Z1 or is that Z10? I'll have to look that up after. If someone in the know knows exactly what Z1s are, give me a shout. I'd be breaking news. Live breaking news. All right, so let's have a look, quick look at. Um, this stacked horse and see if we can find any talent back there. So Firestorm is, is terrible, a terrible bred horse, not producing, not producing any, you can see 25 races and, and two thirds. So, you know, that's not a good horse. And when we look back, when we look back at, at um, Faith of Seven, got Jon Snow here, which is not a good Z1 either. Well, most Z1s are pretty good, but you know, not, not really showing much as you go there, but, 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 yet they have produced something decent. So all those people out there, and I'm one of them, I've sold a lot of my iffy, iffy Z1s, you know, buying those cheaper Z1s without the win rate, there's, there's some hope there for sure. Oh, Z1 equals 0.08775, very low, very cheap. I'm surprised, really surprised, okay? But there you go. It's going to be an interesting dynamic of when I put Breathless Edge in, do I try and put him in for 0.08775 and try and snap up all seven breeds 20, 30 seconds? Or do I take a slightly different approach and put him in for, you know, 0 .0, like 0 0.4 of an ETH, which, which I guess... Um, might rule out 80% of the competition trying to grab that and would give me more of, more of a chance of getting seven. Okay, we'll get some clarity on that in a moment, but uh, John seems like we've got some pretty specific figures here, so we'll go with that for the time being, roughly 0.09. So the point being, the last two horses that bred Faith of Seven are not, not good. But let's go back further and see if we can find something good, or is it just all the combination of all these? From these different Z1s, that's a possibility too. So if we go back, you can see we've got category five again, not great. Well, actually, let's 
Let's go to Green Arcadia first. Absolutely, Jacuzzi. People are going to try and uh, snipe my horses, but I've got some tactics to get them in and out of breeding within 15 to 20 seconds. So could happen, but look, unless you're actually in breeding and see Breathless Edge pop in, or the other thing that can happen is the breeding can fail. You know, we get a bug and I don't get any breeds. And then it just comes down to whenever breeding comes back online, some lucky buggers get all seven of Breathless Edge. So it's really, really interesting how that's going to work. Um, so Green Arcadia. Look, again, this is, I mean, it's only had 10 runs, but it's got some promising results. But I think with only 10 runs and AAA being a very knowledgeable stable, knowing what's going on, this is probably not the greatest said one either. Then you've got Cat 5, Category 5. I enjoyed naming these horses when I was making them. She's a Stack 5, so Category 5. And then you've got Faith of 7, Faith of 7, which is 7. Uh, if there, I doubt there's a triple 8 left when we, when we push Faith of 7 down, but I'll have to think of a nice cool 8 number. Yeah, so Category 5, three races, and has been sold on. I think she sold really, really cheaply. So Eccles here has probably got something really, really good, even though not the best racer, if you know what I mean. And then, again, if you look here, on this side, keep in, side we're, we're, keep in mind we're only looking down one side of the genetic pathway because on the other side it is a Z1. Stacked one on top of one on top of one. So always the male will only be a Z1. So again, triple A, not the most talented Z1. So as we're going back through this, you can see, you know, we're not stacking supreme talent, which is really, really interesting. And we're still getting a reasonably good racer at this early level. So what are we going to get when we stack Grandeur and Breathless Edge and Phantom Pacer and Dane Him and all these absolute guns on top of each other? What are we going to get then? Who knows, right? Who knows? What's this? Twister. 116 races, 3% win rate. So we're really struggling, right? We're really struggling to find any talent. Um, even better with Bacon. Used to be better before the reset. That's what this horse should be called. Not better with Bacon. Better before the reset because it was a really, really good horse before the reset. And now it's, it's okay. It's okay. A good place rating. Good place rating. but. You know, it's not an elite, okay? But maybe these good place ratings, maybe their place within the breeding genetics is that they're great at breeding winning horses and maybe something like Breathless Edge is a great winner, but not the best sire. Tornado, had any runs? No runs, maybe it's okay. Then again, look at this, Striker been pulled up and retired. Oh, it's only had the one run, so it's hard to see whether strike is any good. There's not, I mean, it's really, really interesting and really exciting, isn't it? Oh, where did I go? Twister. Tornado, that was Tornado. Striker, not so good. Unstoppable. And this is the last. We'll have two stacked ones here. No, we don't know. We don't know what they're like. So, Faith of Seven. Eighth of seven. Oh, good stuff, Doofy. 
Good stuff, Doofy. Thanks for clarifying that. Okay. Um, point to almost a quarter of an ETH. So what's that? $500. So that's enough to sort of discourage a few people. If you, if you see grandeur in there at a quarter of a, an ETH or, or a Breathless Edge at a quarter of an ETH or Insane Him at a quarter of an ETH, I would suggest you grab that bloodline if you can because I will only be putting those guys in unless we have private breeding or I'll be snapping them up with seven mares lined up ready to go as quick as I can. Okay, so an interesting theory. I mean, the, uh, the earlier ones in, um, we had Atari, we had, uh, who else did we have in there? Atari, we had uh, Pink Man, we had Stargirl, Queen, Alabaster Lily. They have some genetics behind them that are pretty strong. But then we have Faith the Seven that looks to have been derived from some relatively average gene. So interesting, interesting stuff. That's about all I got. That's about all I got this morning. But I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know if you have any questions. I'll hang around here for another five or so minutes to answer any questions. Razball, Grand Philly, Z2, Weaker Field, pulled 15 to 1 odds. Not great. I don't know, Razball. I, um, I've been selling a lot of those iffy. Z1s and 2s, uh, yeah, Z1s and 2s, but I think I might start to keep them because that's all right, Austin. You can jump back and start the stream from the beginning if you like. I think this was a really, really important stream that most people need to watch. Give me a few more likes, guys. We're at 18 likes, 36 viewers. Surely we can get that over 20. If you haven't subscribed, do it for Z Run. We need to try and get, you know, some credibility in the YouTube channels. Subscribe here, jump over and subscribe to Doofy, Doofy Racing YouTube, subscribe to Beaver YouTube, and if you see any others, just hit the subscribe button as part of helping the community grow, okay? You know, we're all community-based at the moment, still very, very small, we mostly know each other. Give that a shot, give me a like. We are over 20, 22, thank you very much, I much appreciate that. Fave episode. Thanks, Lucky Jack. Let's have you on soon, guys. So make sure you subscribe. I'm going to have Doofy Racing. I'm going to have Lucky Jack. We might have them both on. We might grab Zed Run J um, and we might grab uh, Drew. They'll all come on. We'll do a combo Skype or something like that with all their beautiful faces. And we'll see if we can't break the live stream somehow. I'm sure I'll forget to put the microphones on or do something. Take me. I'll need to um, figure out how to run it through my sound desk here. That. Kenny with breeding closed, updated breeding price. Should we be careful about trying? Yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, there's going to be some bigger stables like myself and Doofy and maybe Lucky Jack and maybe some others that are going to do some weird, crazy stuff with breeding. And we're going to break new ground. And the benefit of that is we're going to have the next generation of Pink Man before anyone else, potentially. So the, the, there is some risks involved in wasting some money, absolutely. There's also some benefits. Well, you are going to get some pretty Particularly um, in breeding, I, I feel like breeding Nakamoto's might be the... The, the Z-Run guys said that breeding Buterans might be easier to produce races, but Nakamoto's look like they're producing some pretty good results. Uh, Mponomics. Mponomics. 
like getting a dog Nakamoto is still worth it for breeding. I think we just proved that it can be with Faith of Seven. She doesn't look like she's got much in there as far as really strong genetics. But if, if these horses are on some level able to pull down the best genetics from, you know, maybe several generations back, got so many Z1s that you can say, oh, we'll grab the speed from here and we'll grab the here and we'll grab this from here. If it becomes just a sort of a, a cauldron of, of a mix of these genes and you're able to pull down from many, many generations back, then, yeah, absolutely. Horses like Faith of Seven are going to become particularly valuable because of the fact that they're a quarter of an ETH. She's got seven quarters of an ETH. What's that? It's nearly two Ethereum just in pure breeding cost right now. Thanks for the like and subscribe, James. That's really, uh, I'm really, really thankful and really grateful that you did that. Hit the button, says uh, Parachain Park, Austin. Nice, mate. Yeah, if you can find people cashing out and selling horses at drop price in the last two days, there's a few, um, I guess, older generation races that are not really uh, active in the racing and breeding that have bags of horses that when they see the liquidity and the current prices are saying, right, time to cash in half of these, or even I've seen people cash in all of them, and you can get. I, I haven't had any this round, but last round I got several Z1s at on or under market price. Parachain Park, I want to offer studs for full fees refunded, so mare owners send Oh yeah, we yeah. There's a lot of us doing that. Yeah, fifty-fifty split. Um, we just do fifty-fifty. I've done that with Doofy. You know, I'll do that with any of the. Um, well, if you've got a good enough horse, I will do that. I, I, I'm lining up breeds, for example, or I'm trying to line up breeds with Breathless Edge with horses of the caliber of Ducky Malone, Doofy. Hey, let's talk. Um, Alloy, uh, Murphy, stable owner there. Bermuda Triangle, um, apologies, I forget the owner of Bermuda Triangle stable, but a super premium talented horse. I'd love to get, um, I'd love to get a breed with Baroque, Good Boy Stables, if you're watching, give me a call, let's set that up, that would be something special, we can do a 50-50 there. Um, yeah, a few others in there as well, really special talented mares that I'd like to line up and get that bloodline started. And it's mutually beneficial for both stables because I get the bloodline, you get the bloodline, and we can bring them down separately and then even cross them back over at some point. Big and tall. I already know about big and tall, Austin. I was looking her, her up yesterday. She does look uh, rather good. No. I'm going to give you, all, you guys all a little tip here. You don't save money if you send me your mare for me to breed in-house because the, the in, well, I don't know the new figures, but the in-house breeding discount was 35%, but the stud commission is 45%. So the fee to breed is actually less. You do it outside and then do a 50-50 split. You understand what I'm talking about? Because the commission is 45%. So as long as your stud owner calculates using that 45 commission as part of the overall 50-50 split, you will get it slightly cheaper from stable to stable as opposed to doing it in-house. 
Okay, so they're same discount. Doofy confirmed that it's the same. So it's exactly the same breeding a 50-50 split out of house as it is in-house. So look, to be honest, I think the best way to make sure that your studs, your premium studs are not getting taken, try and line up the breeds beforehand, on, have a conference call and say, right guys, I'm ready to breed now. Breathless Edge is in. Grab your two quick as you can before they get taken. So line up a whole bunch of studs. And if you're doing it yourself, I've got myself and my brother, so at least we can do you know, three or four breeds each to try and get them as quickly as possible. Even potentially across multiple wallets, using slightly faster gas fees to get them through, get them through and get them done. Oh, hang on. So Doofy said that the same 35% discount of in-house is applicable, but the commission went from 48% to 56%. I guess that's over the seven-day spread. Okay, so there's a significant little hack, and this might change the hack, to be honest, because once everyone's doing it, um, they might change that. And no gas, brilliant. But if you're breeding cross stables, of course, your stud might be getting 56%, and by the time you account for that, you only get a slightly different, slightly cheaper breed than send your mare to the studs. I know there's a few guys that are uh, not as supportive, not as supportive getting around out there. So come on, if you can, hit the like button. Or hit the dislike button if you don't like me. That's fine too. It's all good for the algorithm. Hit the uh, subscribe button for more. We're going to have some good stuff coming up. Doofy, Lucky Jack. Hopefully we'll get those guys on in a few other coming times. Looks like we've got internet issue. Hopefully it's still coming through loud and clear. But that'll do me, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you in the coming days.